grab your peanuts and popcorn. Baseball is back. That's right. Teams will get back out onto the diamond this week. Last year's season sure was different, but that doesn't mean it lacked excitement, and this year is poised to be even better. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field for a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Just pick 10 players, stand under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars throughout the week. But if baseball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action for this weekend's tournament. With millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week, there is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And now, on with the show. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Quack Report. Uh, once again, I am joined by Nate and I am Carter, and we're here to talk everything Ducks hockey, uh, good and bad. Um, I, uh, I I totally forgot about this until now. I think it was a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, we tried to uh, be more positive on the podcast whenever Ducks did something bad. I don't think we did that at all last episode. And I definitely ruined that on our appearance on the King's Realm podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that was, we just absolutely <laughs> dunked on ourselves. There. I realized how negative I was being, and I'm like, okay, I hope Carter's a bit more positive with us. And you I, were, yeah. so I, yeah. I'm as like, soon I as I saw you yeah. just like tearing into us, I was like, I need to, I need to be the, the opposite here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> make it fine. seem like we actually do enjoy watching this team because we really do. <laughs> yeah, we we do, but we don't at the same time. It's a it's a it's a love hate relationship right now, and I'm sure a lot of fans are uh, very understanding of that too because oh, they're probably in the yeah. same boat, right? Like yeah, the absolutely. amount of people that I see on Twitter that are just like, yeah, I shut it off after the first period or that sort of thing. So especially mm-hmm. with baseball starting up. Yeah, with with us losing, people should be watching more uh, like Angels and Dodgers and that kind of stuff. So for sure, yeah. Um, just quickly before we move on, and before we forget to plug it, we did uh, appear on the King's Realm podcast, as you already said. Um, but yeah, with the it's basically a smorgasbord of I, I don't know if I said that word properly, but a big buffet of the Honda West division. Uh, everything but the Kings, pretty much. There's a little bit of Kings talk splashed in there. So uh, just as an April Fool's joke. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, April Fool's today, if you if you forgot. So grab your saran wrap and put it on top of your toilet seat and let's have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so remember the one time I tried to get you with the saran wrap across your college dorm door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got you, I think, with that, didn't I? Or I did get you with uh, it? Almost, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't like run into it or anything, but I opened it and like just kind of looked and I was like, what the fuck is this in my <laughs> sleep-deprived state? So 
I think I still think the best one though it wasn't April Fools per se, but a good old Saran wrap prank when you were uh, working at uh, you know that grocery store, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that was well, I forget who it was who it was with, but we Saran wrapped your car with like two or three rolls. I remember that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and you you didn't just like go around the front or whatever, like you oh, yeah, went, we went like, around like underneath. <laughs> Everywhere animals <laughs> and you had the late yeah. shift too didn't you so it's just like i did yeah they were yeah they like gave me it, it was nice they gave me a little bit of a longer break so i could go take care of that before it was dark out <laughs> oh, that's, that's like that, that's the one nice thing that anyone ever did for me or that ever <laughs> happened to me at that store so Fair enough. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll leave it there though well, <laughs> yeah that was good so, times though yeah speaking of april fools though do you what's the best practical joke for april fools that you did or you heard of i guess because there's one that comes to mind for me but i wanted to ask you that first oh that's a tough one i don't know i always i always just go for kind of the minor ones um the the, the I, I don't want to say the best because it's definitely not but one of the most memorable i guess um and i don't i have no idea why but when i was a kid I switched like the lids on the milk jug because my parents drank skim milk and I drank 1%. So I just switched the <laughs> lids because they're a different color. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, uh, I think it's the whole day. Well, yeah. yeah. If you just look at the color of the lid, right? And you just mm-hmm. pick it up and just pour and you're like, oh, it's a little more like thick or thin than normal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. The one that I always remember, it was, it wasn't even one that I did. It was one that my dad did on his coworkers. So uh, he works in, the hospital in our hometown and at the time he was one of the lab he was like the head of the lab or something like that at uh yeah at that hospital and um with the tim hortons being in the hospital like every canadian hospital basically almost or there's one nearby um he got really friendly in that with the uh, tim hortons staff as well there's this contest if you're if you're from the states you might not know about this there's a contest every year with Tim Hortons that makes Canadians just go nuts with their spending, basically. Uh, roll up the rim. And so, you know, they would have, like, you'd roll up the rim on your coffee cup and uh, it would say if you won something. And there was, you know, from, like, a free donut or another coffee to, like, they were doing cars and everything like that. It changed a little bit this year with COVID that it was just, like, everything was given on an app. The bright side of that, though, I guess, was that, like, you didn't have the please play again. Like mm-hmm. your loser, I guess, was you got like points and yeah, like you know, ten you, points you, you, or whatever. Yeah, but you you get enough points and you can get something free. So I mean, like, yeah, yeah it works. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, so this was when it was still in the rim, and uh, so yeah, so I think the grand prize for that year was a million dollars, and uh, so anyway, he had made a label that said like winner the one million, and. He like rolled it back into the rim, told the Tim Hortons employees at his work what his joke was, and asked just to fill his cup. And so then, you know, he's he's on his like break with the rest of his coworkers, drink fin- finishes his coffee, rolls up his rim, and it's got the million dollars. And he starts freaking out and everything like that. And everyone else is freaking out. And my dad starts laughing and says, April Fools. And everyone just goes, Well, wait a second. Like, like, like he they they got him, or he he got them and all, but was like, wait a second, how do you know what the million dollar uh, tab looks like? He's like, I don't, but neither do you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one that always stands out to me that that, uh, that I always remember. So mm-hmm. it's always good when you can actually pull it off. It's like it's yeah, it's yeah. no fun anymore because now when you do it, everyone's like, 
okay, I know you're joking. Like it's it's marked on my calendar that it's April Fool's. Like I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you just like know that it yeah, that April Fool's is coming up. So like even uh like cool hockey was they're like teasing something for April 1st and everyone's just like, okay, is this going to be an April fool's joke on us? Like, come on guys. And just everyone's like so paranoid with it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now when you just do something normal on April 1st, it's just like, okay, now I'm actually kind of surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's why I save yeah. my pranks, for my good ones for the rest of the year because yeah. it's always lame on the first when people are like, oh, you got me. I saw this coming. Yeah, I'm so exactly. paranoid. <laughs> just remember though, that April fool's does end at noon local time. Yeah, so. which I sleep till then anyways. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you do anything like that past noon, you're just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it depends, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um I, I was going to ask something. I don't Oh, yes, roll up the rim. Have you been doing that a lot this year? Yeah, I have actually. I got okay. uh anything cool. My my dad's gotten even a few cool things. He uh he did send me um he had one like a free month with uh the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. Yeah. So I'm running that right now and just trying it out. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I get? I got I've gotten some coffees and oh, I got twenty dollars for Skull Candy. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, I, I got that one too. Uh, apparently, everything that's like cheap is just like sold out on their store <laughs> because of it. So. Well, see, and then I also have like Skull Candy was part of like the McDonald's monopoly and whatnot as well. So I have a oh, bunch yeah. saved up actually for Skull Candy. I could probably get like a decent headset for free, or almost free. Yeah, <laughs> it depends. If they don't let you stack it, then yeah, it's true. just twenty bucks off. So yeah, you'd have to check. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. I haven't really been doing it much this year just because I'm not really leaving the house. So yeah, that's fair. There's, it's. I it's think my it's because of, to leave. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because I'm in a bit of a weird place because I'm within walking distance from a Tim Hortons, but mm. I don't want to walk to go get Tim Hortons. But if I drive, I'm like, wow, I'm such a lazy piece of shit, so I just don't go. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it depends on how many coffees you get. Like, even if it's just for, say, like yourself and your girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. You can get two coffees each, but that's four. But do you really want to be carrying four coffees for what the three or four blocks that you are? That's right. true, but I'm not drinking two Tim Hortons coffees. <laughs> <laughs> just just make that excuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have been getting breakfast there occasionally. So. Oh, yeah. And that's Which is nice because, yeah, 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 it's not just the beverages now. They're doing because before it was like you had to have a rim to roll up, but now you can do like yeah. cold beverages that are in the plastic cups, the breakfast sandwiches, and all that. So it's kind of like McDonald's Monopoly, which mm-hmm. I hope they have that in the States because otherwise they have they can take nothing away from those <laughs> missing the out yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh but in fairness though like pre-covid there's some things that are just like how did like why did we do this even before it just feels mm-hmm. like just unsanitary at this point yeah and one of those things being that we would drink from a coffee cup roll up the rim right and you know mm-hmm. rip it off and give like it's not washed or anything like it's a paper cup yeah. We would give that like thing that we've had in our mouth basically to an employee, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, and then they would like, take it, and look that? at it, throw it in the garbage, and then handle your food or yeah, somebody exactly. else's food. <laughs> it, yeah, it's disgusting, that? honestly. And and I would chew on like my rim to pull it, pull it up because I yeah, got little, exactly. yeah. little fucking baby thumbs here, so yeah. I had, I like chewed on it to like get underneath it, and then I'd like peel it up. Yeah, that's what I do too. So it's just yeah, like, it's, oh man, it's like, absolutely disgusting. That? Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> takes takes a pandemic, I guess, to realize yeah. exactly how disgusting our society is sometimes. Straight up will be a new normal once everything's okay. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. At least for like the next year. 
But yeah. Oh, there was. I remember what I was going to bring up. Now it was. I was thinking about it off the top of the podcast, and then we just got going. Um, we we have to talk. I think about the uh, the massive email chain that appeared from our uh, oh, our school mailing fuck. list. Hey, so you were getting that too? Yeah. <laughs> did, did you read it all? No, I did it. I just left it alone at one point. Currently, yeah. I have 63 unread emails. I had mm-hmm. three this morning. Yeah, it's a it's a 66 <laughs> email chain. Oh and it started, God. it's like, hey, here's a here's a survey for everybody that's in a business degree at, yeah. because we might offer more summer courses. Um, <laughs> and, and then someone accidentally hit reply all as they do. Actually, two different people did that. Um, yeah, and then and the it, one it just person kept, did it twice. Yeah, exactly. And then someone was like, hey, can we stop hitting reply all? And then as soon as that happened, it's fucking everybody was like just going off. (laughs) It got to somebody saying like, oh, yeah, I want this summer course. And it's like, okay, like just email directly. Like, come on. We we don't Mm. all need to know it because one, it's also your private information or that sort of thing to an extent. Right. Yeah. And And also no one one gives a shit. It wasn't anything important that pertained to them. But then it just became like people just purposely shit disturbing and like, you know, plugging it like it was like Instagram models th- plugging in their social media and everything yeah. like that. It was just like, <laughs> can you shut the fuck up for literally a minute, right? Because mm-hmm. like I was just getting it constantly. Like I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I just got two more that said this and this, and it's just like, and I got three more that say this and this in that time, and it's just yeah. like, shut up, please. Yeah, I had a so, I had a class yeah. at four thirty today, just after um, oh, no. that, that whole thing happened, and my prof was a couple minutes late, so we were all just sitting in silence as you yeah. do, and someone in the chat was like, so what did y'all think, or did? what they say did anyone else find it annoying as hell that email train from earlier and everyone was like oh my god like they wouldn't shut the fuck up (laughs) oh my god whoever whoever contributed to that okay i'm I'm not trying Mm. to sound like the you know the karen or whatever (laughs) whoever contributed to that though needs to have some kind of repercussion because like that's just annoying as fuck it was Oh, dude, so the the person that originally sent the email to the mailing list was like, "Hey, like, please fill out the survey. Otherwise, like, go somewhere else to do this. Like, everyone's getting annoyed." And it kept happening. And then the the fucking dean emails and was like, "Hey, I'm getting these emails too. Like, please oh, wait, stop." Really? Yeah, <laughs> I missed that apparently. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in there. Uh, but there there was some gems. Um, that someone yeah, said. Maybe. Maybe I'll have to look later. For, yeah, it's definitely worth a read. It doesn't take long. But <laughs> someone said, "Whoever, I hope to whoever started this that both sides of your pillow are warm tonight. <laughs> I did see that one at least. <laughs> that was a good one. That that was yeah. my favorite one. So the uh, best was applause, like people, applause for that. <laughs> yeah. The best was, uh, like, the one I saw was um, a couple of people asking how they can opt out. And someone was just like, you have to drop out to opt out. Yeah, and someone was like, <laughs> seriously considering this. Please yeah. stop. <laughs> Oh, but like, come on, like just whether you're, you know, I, I doubt a whole lot of people from our school are listening or that sort of thing, but just in general, just don't do that. That's just a piss yeah. off. I, like it, it should be a legal requirement that any mailing app ever, if you hit reply all to something, it it immediately pops up and says, hey, this is. You hit reply all. Did you mean to do this? This will alert literally everybody this email was sent to. Yeah, you don't need to reply to your entire class list. Like, no. unless it's something that the entire class needs to know. Mm-hmm. Right? But then, you know, email just the prof about that. Right? And they'll 
if they feel the need, they'll distribute it to the rest of the class, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, it makes perfect it's just, sense. It's common sense that just is not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But there was, I think there was a, I think it was a comic panel actually that Deadpool said that common sense is now a superpower. And it yeah. 100% is. Oh, yeah. There is no common sense left anymore. No. So, like, like, I get that I get that it happens. Like, it, I saw the first one. I was like, fine, whatever. I saw yeah, the second I one. Like, okay, I was like, okay, we got two idiots here. Like, whatever. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then it became however many people in the department. And it's just like, God, you're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anyways, that was <laughs> yeah, a fun we, time. We, we can talk about that more later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys have any hilarious reply all stories, I'm sure it's contributed to some divorce or firing or some other hilarious story. Yeah, I was so, going to say, just like the office stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, you know, who, who's banging the secretary or, or <laughs> any wild shit like that. You know. oh. give, us, give us the deep deets. Yeah, send, send it. We, send it, and we'll probably talk about it on here because we like that type of shit. It's funny for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put that in our what's quacking segment. But I for now, I just don't like it oh. when it's blowing up my phone. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, blow. I mean, if it's the quack report Twitter blowing up, then we're happy. Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> fine. I just be like blowing up my phone with the emails. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I hate it. Um, oh. But yeah, let's uh, let's transition into some ducks talk here and, and yeah. talk about these couple games. It's you know it's sad when I'm stoked to talk about a a barely overtime win. Yeah. <laughs> the uh the first one there uh game 2 against the St. Louis Blues on Sunday afternoon a 3-2 overtime win uh and then followed by Monday against Colorado a 5-2 loss in that back to back there. So um well we'll we'll probably end up talking about both back and forth but let's at least start with the St. Louis game and and kind of the main takeaways from that. First thing that came to my mind, I understand we were in a transition, but that first goal, why I, I understand again, things happen fast. I get mm-hmm. it. Why is nobody covering like Con Smythe winner, Ryan O'Reilly? No one thought to yeah. cover that guy at all. Whether uh, you're I'm... whether you're going <laughs> up the ice or not, somebody hey, somebody stick by this guy because you know he's kind of fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna remind you, we are trying to be positive here. <laughs> At least somebody was somewhat in the vicinity. How about that? <laughs> there you go. That's good. <laughs> but it's just, oh my God. Uh, the St. Louis game wasn't nearly as bad. There was definitely no. some chances against, though, that shouldn't have happened. Um, mm-hmm. which yeah, which, which is expected with this young but, team. It's a, it's yeah, a growing but, opportunity. But yeah, um, out, of, just, out of these two games, is definitely the the better of the defensive play overall. Yep. Oh, for um, sure. I'd say the big takeaway from this actually was I thought that Anthony Stellars looked pretty good actually. Oh, you know, oh yeah, full start, so. nothing to complain about there. I mean, forty shots against and he stopped thirty eight of them. So yeah, there was a couple. Phenomenal. There was a couple chances on rebounds, but mm-hmm. that like you know maybe shouldn't have been that good of quality of chance coming off of rebounds. Yeah, but for the most part, like he made it. Uh, like he he covered up for it and everything like that too. So like there mm-hmm. was one I remember that was just like a right like a rebound right in front of the net and everything like that and he was able to get over because he's a pretty tall dude what is he i think it was like six three 
six four. And sure. uh, but yeah, anyway, just slid across and basically batted the thing into the quarters. So mm-hmm. like, he he did make up for it if yeah. you know there was a bit of a a bit of a whoopsie or that sort of thing. So I mean, in two games, Anthony Star Lars is looking like our better goalie <laughs> right now. Which I know it's only two games. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make yeah. anything up that, but yeah, I, th- I thought he he, he uh, looked pretty good. Um, sure. he, he's six five, by the way. So oh Jesus Christ, um, <laughs> But uh, like as much as I would have liked that to be. Lucas Dossel's game. Um, yeah, Stolar still played great, I thought. so. Yeah, no, I agree. For but sure. Basically, I'm glad that there was somebody else not named Miller or Gibson given a chance. So, and yeah, yeah, yeah speaking sure. of Gibson, he's back day to day, I think, or week to week, one of those mm-hmm. uh, with a UBI again, upper body injury. Um, no information again as to what it is. Yeah. If it's probably the same. The same. I, I yeah, would probably assume the same so. Thing before, yeah. But if that's the case, then you. I'm kind of wondering if the Ducks rushed him back. And again, if so, mm-hmm. why are you rushing him back? It's just poor management again. Um, Especially thought, when the season's already lost. Like, Yeah. And even if, honestly, even if he thought he was ready to go, you play it safe and give him the extra couple games just mm-hmm. to be sure, right? Like, yeah. There's no need to rush him back or get him in as soon as possible or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. it's just... Take the time. Yeah. And it, that's, I mean, that's kind of the running thread of this season is mm-hmm. poor management overall of just every aspect, I think. Yeah. But it, it was nice to see the potential of this team, though, in an effort to try and be positive, to yeah. just to see Gibson be reminded how good this team actually might be in a few years. Yeah, very true. So, um, yeah, we talked about Stellars there. There was something else in that St. Louis game. Uh, you have a note here about Henrique in our outline. Oh his, uh, yeah, with uh, that was a beautiful goal though. That oh, toe drag! My yeah. God! And not to discount Max Jones's pass either. Like sexy pass, but man, finish is is hard mm-hmm. to ignore. Uh, and was it in that game as well? Was the oh no, maybe that was the uh, Colorado game. The Comtois from ter- or no, the Terry from Comtois goal. I think that was. Uh, the, I, no, I think that was the. I think Colorado that was the game. the Colorado game. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. So I guess to jump ahead. To that, like, well, like Carter said before, we were going to kind of be jumping around everywhere. Yeah, um, it's to be expected. <laughs> that was a beautiful pass by Comtois. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. He didn't even, I, I was just looking at that because I was trying to figure out what game it was. He didn't even get the assist for that. What? Yeah, it's, it How says not? Troy Terry unassisted. I don't think anybody had possession of that. Are, are you thinking Comtois' assist to Heinen? Yeah, sorry. That's that the one. one. Okay. Terry still had a nice goal. So that's the yes, one I was did. thinking of. But yes. yeah. Yeah. No, nope. sorry. I got it mixed up. I thought it was Terry. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Heine. That, but yeah, that was a beautiful pass by uh, by Conquois. Can't make it any, bit, any easier for Heinen. So if now yeah. if he misses on that, though, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right. <laughs> oh, but. Yeah, no, this uh, this game was, even though we lost, we, we saw a lot of good opportunities from the young guys. Like, it was good to see Heinen going again. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously, Comtois, you said, made the nice pass there. Terry's goal, just like a, a hardworking <laughs> goal. And like the, yeah. just to stay with it and get it past Grubauer there was huge. Um, I guess Authentic. talk about the other side, yeah. McCarr looked good, just while we're talking about young guys. Yeah. That we don't care, but <laughs> fuck, he's going to be good. So good. Yeah. So he's also a Calgary kid, so he's not too far from us. So yeah. a little bit of a, yeah, I guess, a hometown bump in a way, but a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, not 
not to keep going to the negative, and I'm not trying to be negative with this. As as great as the you just got to spin it to was, a positive. Yeah, as great as the offense was looking, though, the defense was lacking again. Well, yeah, it's, it's hard to be positive about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, we let we we allowed 48 shots against, and we only got 15. Like, yeah, the fuck is that? <laughs> and okay, so to spin a negative into a positive, I guess I'll start with the negative though. This is. Like we're we're starting to get into a couple times where I'm saying that our goaltending is a little bit suspect, maybe, and mm-hmm. I'm this the, might the be kids ending. say a little bit sus nowadays. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to you know make a scapegoat or anything like that, but I feel like Ryan Miller, and I, I'm sure people see it also, is on the decline. Oh yeah, and it's hurting. The Ducks' performance, honestly, for sure. Yeah, so, like we like can't that, be relying like on him like we rely on Gibson, and yeah, I think that even like showed in Stellars' performance against mm-hmm. that game that he won. And if you still don't believe us, Nate has some advanced stats. <laughs> he has <laughs> yeah, spent a like, long time looking up. Yeah, but like even sorry, just before I get into that though, okay, just sorry. like a I guess like a visual example though, I think was that first goal against Colorado. That that's one you have to have, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, it's a literally it's a shot. Not even five feet in front of you, that's a backhand at a horrible angle, right? That has to, like, I understand, you know, sometimes you just can't get a read or anything like that, but like, that has to be one that you have. And yeah, just some of it, it just wasn't looking great visually. Was, and was that McKinnon's goal? Uh, are you thinking of the other one? Ristolainen, I think. That it was that first uh, goal for Colorado. Ristolainen, uh, you mean Rantanen? Rantanen, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I was so I was trying to think. Out. I was like, "Who does he mean?" But I found, yeah, yeah, that one, that one too, yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, no. just taking. Oh. Yeah, sorry, assist was McKinnon. I was okay. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So uh, just some advanced stat numbers, I guess. Uh, it's better to compare, I guess, like expected goals against instead of like save percentage mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Um, because you get an idea of you know what type of saves they're making and everything like that too. Uh, Stolarz is promising in his first two games uh, so far. His expected goals against is a 3.56. His actual is a 4. So a negative 0.4. I mean, obviously, you'd like that to be in the positives, but, you know, two games behind this type of a club. I'll I'll call that a win for now. So there you go. There's there's your spinning it into a positive. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) Uh, John Gibson currently, his expected goals against is a 62.54. His actual is 69 goals against. Nice. Nice. Um, for a negative 6.5 goals against, but to spin it into a positive, his end result last year, I think, was a negative 18 so, like, difference. Huge improvement. Huge improvement there. On the other side, though, Ryan Miller is the opposite way. Uh, his expected goals against this season is a 33 and a half, and he currently has 45 goals against. So, uh, a negative eleven point five goals against compared to the expected, yeah, so which, which is which is it, not good. Yeah, and that's in fourteen games only. So just to compare mm. some similar, mm. you know, backup goaltenders or uh, or go, yeah, goaltenders that are not on great teams. I did compare it to the bottom, the other teams in the bottom five uh, with us. So that's Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, and New Jersey. Uh, let me just pull that up here i had it so let's start in buffalo uh seeing as they're at the bottom 
And you were looking uh, at guys with similar games played. Yeah, similar so, games played uh, on those bottom yeah. five. So, teams. so essentially the backups, or if it yeah. was the starter, the injured starter. I don't think you have any, but no. Um, so Buffalo is a little bit of an interesting situation because they've been pretty split between Omar and Hart, uh, Hutton. So I it gives us actually another goalie to compare to. Uh, Carter Hutton in 13 games for the last place Buffalo Sabres is a negative 8.2 goal save above expected. Um, and Linus Allmark with 14 games played is a negative 6.5. Just to compare backup mm-hmm. type numbers to Ryan Miller currently. Yeah. Uh, the other one we have here uh, in Detroit, Jonathan Bernier uh, has played 17 games, so a few more, but hit, like. Detroit's not a great team right now either. They're and it's massive, Jonathan Bernier who's gotten yeah. shit on his whole career, <laughs> and you know it's a you know massive rebuild there and everything like that. He's currently running a positive one point eight goals save above expected. So that's mm-hmm. that's pretty good for where they're at right now. Yeah, it, it's hard um, to be in the positive for the for this stat. Yeah, uh, let's take a look down at uh, New Jersey with uh, Scott Wedgwood there. Um, played 11 games but he's a positive 2.3 goal save above expected and the last one i had here was ottawa with uh hogberg there uh marcus hogberg he's played 10 games and he's a negative 9.1 so for all the backup numbers i guess that we have with say like a minimum 10 games played uh yeah ryan miller beats out I think it'd be Hogberg had the worst there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hogberg is still doing like a almost a 2.5 goal save above expected better. So yeah. I don't know if it's an age thing. If yeah, it's, I, it's, I it's, think, it's a combination of a few things for sure. For I sure. would say like, like the age, the team in front of him and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Miller, like I mean, it's understandable. The guy's 40. You're not going to be playing like no. you were when you started in Buffalo or Mm-hmm. even when he was in Vancouver there. Um, but it's just, it's not looking good. It kind of makes me happy to a point that he's only on a one-year deal. Um, what's Stellar's contract? Off, you know offhand about what he... I don't know. Okay, here, let me pull it up here. Yeah, it's it's not a lot. Yeah, I... I'm just curious for his future or if it's Dostal right away or if we need to be looking for somebody else. I think we keep Stellars around anyways because he's solid in the AHL and he's reliable when you call him up. Yeah. Like, he's he's the... He's a prime fringe starter, I would say. So he, he's the kind of guy you want in your system. And with Gibson starting to get injured a little bit more frequently... Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully that doesn't become an issue, but if it does, you, you do need to have a reliable third goalie in the, yeah. in the mix Okay, there. so Anthony Stolarz is on his last year of a two-year deal with the Ducks at 750000 per year. So, Which is a good deal. I don't know. If you're at the trade deadline, do you try to acquire somebody else? Should no. we be trying to extend Stolarz, like now, or do you take a chance on Dostal next year? I think you take a chance on Dostal and see what goes on with him. I, I think maybe you, you give a contract to Stellar's one or two years um, around, I'd say no more than a million. Um, mm. Whether or not he takes that is is a question mark. But um, I feel like he'd take a million if he knows he's going to be in the a, or in the in the NHL. Yeah, more so than the A, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So maybe I, even you ask know. for like maybe even ask for a one year or like a one way contract instead of a two way. So because um, that way if, you get paid that yeah. that big salary. Yeah. yeah. Just if our listeners aren't are not sure about that or like what I was just talking about there with a one and two way, uh, one way contract is you're paid the same whether you're playing in the NHL or the AHL two-way contract is that you have two different salaries. So if you're playing in the NHL, you get that salary. If you're playing in the AHL, it's a lot less. So say like it's a usually million, about 10% less, yeah, like 10% so like, of the NHL yes, contract. Yeah. Value. So basically like if you're making a million in the NHL, you're making a hundred grand per year in the A. So yeah. So um, it's still like livable, but not great. Yeah, so. I would. Uh, I would definitely. If I'm still Lars, and you know the Ducks are approaching me to extend a contract, I'm definitely looking for a one way contract. I think. Yeah, which um, I think might be a tough sell, but uh, at least starting out, I think that's a that'd be something yeah. you would ask for. Is he on a one way or a two way now? Does it say? Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, this uh, that conversation we just had was actually completely irrelevant. Uh, he does have an extension oh, going okay. into. The 2023 <laughs> season, actually. Well, let's see how. Uh, 950,000 uh, per year. One way, two way? Um, it does not say. Okay. Well. Uh, oh, I, minors. No, it looks like it's a one way deal, actually, because minors' salary is uh, 950 also. Yeah. Wow. All right, there we go. Done so deal. There's, that's there's, it. That's basically what we positive. talked about. So, <laughs> and then you have Dostal down there, but past that, what else are you going to do? Also, because I know was it last episode we were talking about the idea of if the taxi squad sk- stayed around or that sort of thing. You're probably going to yep. have Dostal on that, so you still need to figure out who's some more goalies. Maybe. You got definitely have to find another one. I don't know the goalie market, but I think that's a conversation for probably another time. I don't think yeah. we trade for one. Uh, this season, but I we definitely need to find one early in the off season, um, yeah, whether it's by we, trade or free agency. But I, I know there we, was a lot of like short, shorter deals signed this last season, like one year mm-hmm. deals or guys coming up. So I, I think that the market will be pretty decent again, just like it was this last off season. But that also means that there's a lot of teams looking for this many goalies, and yeah, it's, we're not exactly an appealing market at this point. Yeah, not right now. So that's where I think maybe, yeah, you're not looking at free agency. I think you are looking at a potential trade. It's just another minor league trade, which is, you know, all we've really been doing this uh, last year and a half, two years. Yeah. Um, Outside of like the Kevin Shattenkirk and David Backus. No, Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk, Shattenkirk was, was free agent. Trade. Oh, he's free agent. Okay, so then yep. David Backus then. Otherwise, it's all just been minor league trades and that yep. sort of thing. So, yep. um, which this one at least would kind of help us a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah for sure so uh the only unfortunate thing though right now um uh, but maybe Dostal's ready at that point uh by the end of this contract though for anthony stellars he will be a ufa so he could go anywhere um i guess again so yeah but. so yeah i mean which i think is fine if we get a few good years out of stellars i think that's okay <laughs> like yeah it, it's not like He's not replaceable. I know this sounds really shitty to say, but there are mm. other third string slash AHL fringe starters out there um, yeah. that, that can be acquired for cheap. So as much as I like Stellars, don't don't go out buying a Stellars jersey is yeah. my advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he, yeah, for the next two years, he'll be 29 when that contract's up. Mm-hmm. So, because yeah. yeah, he's 27 right now. So, hmm. but 
Yeah, well, that's a... Yeah. That's all right. I mean, yeah, it's it's just nice to know that we were kind of close. We we're talking, oh, maybe like a million tops, you know, give yeah. them a couple of years, and um, it's glad probably to know a one-way deal. One-way deal, yeah. 950K <laughs> um, for three years, so a little bit longer than we expected. Uh, no, two years. Oh, it is just two years? Oh, yeah, we're yeah. in 2021. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> See, yeah. we can do this job. We did what yeah. Bob Murray did probably, I think it was a year ago. I kind of remember talking about it now. Yeah, but yeah, that is, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to know that we have some idea of what we're talking about so yeah yeah exactly but um circling back to the the ryan miller conversation um again like not not great um i I did have praise miller typed in our outline just because he's faced 48 shots and yeah it kept us in for as long as we possibly could yeah there was definitely 15 shots that game yeah there was definitely points that he looked good but there were it's almost to compare him to another goalie who's up in age, um, Mike Smith up in Edmonton. With Glad Mike you Smith, it up. <laughs> with, with Mike Smith, it's either he is on God mode or he is on God awful mode. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we saw that we've been seeing that with Ryan Miller in games. Right? It's not yeah. one game of God mode and one game of God awful mode like Mike Smith. We're seeing mm-hmm. both in game, right? And I think we saw that in that Colorado one as well, where. There was, you know, saves that an ECHL goalie should be able to make no problem. That's not to knock on those guys either. They mm-hmm. they play hard and everything too. Yeah. Uh, but just like the level of competition and skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he was making some incredible saves and that sort yeah. of thing. Like, so, like that but, one where he was way out of position. Yeah. Uh, someone had an open net and he swatted it like with his, his stick. Yeah. Like how, how do you, and he was just so calm about it. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't want this here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically the same as like just sweeping up some some shit on the floor. You're like, oh, get yeah. this out of here. <laughs> like that's that's all it was. He was so calm about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, like Ryan Miller still got it. And then he lets in a fucking muffin. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Guess yeah, not. Yeah, it's it is just it's it's normally been consistent with our goalies, and that's been like the main thing that we talk about, right? It's like that's the yeah. one thing we always have going for us. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not really happening this season, at least when no. it comes to Ryan Miller, which is unfortunate. I do like Ryan Miller, both as oh, a goalie sure. and yeah. what I've seen as a person, everything like that throughout his mm-hmm. career. He's never really been an unlikable guy by any means. No, whether yeah. you know he I've was never on Buffalo, the short, like him. yeah, the short stint in St. Louis, even up in Vancouver, right? He was a likable yeah. guy and whatnot, and. Yeah, I wanted to play well, but you mm-hmm. know, time comes for everybody, unfortunately, and I think we're seeing the end on, uh, for Ryan Miller. So for sure, yeah. So that that's why I just hope that we can get him a few more wins. I yeah, I don't think he'll. I, I doubt he'll be able to get um, another position higher um, on the all-time wins list. But 14th is is still nothing to scoff at. Like, oh yeah, that's he, so he's had incredible, a solid and, career. Well, and but. he does hold the record for the most wins by an American goaltender, does he not? That that was just that recently a, uh, as well. So yeah, yeah, I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah, I think that, I think that's the category that he has. So I mean, mm-hmm. like he's definitely declared uh, in his career. Um, he also has a he had a silver medal at the 2010 Olympics there in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that overtime goal or that overtime game against uh, Canada and hey. um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like he's he's played a great career. So, mm-hmm. and unfortunately it does end for everybody eventually. And yeah, sometimes different means or whatnot. And sometimes you just, you get outplayed. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and this 
isn't, I don't think, entirely on him either. I do want to be fair to Ryan Miller yeah. just a little bit and, and with a couple more, not super advanced stats, but more than just, you know, this is how many shots they got. Um, so the Ducks, uh, coaching, according to Natural Stat Trick, uh, are third last in high danger shots against uh, amongst er, in the whole league and second last in high danger goals against. So the fact that we're giving up all these high danger shots is not really helping our goalies. Um, the nope. high danger goals against, again, can be chalked up to, to bad defense, partially bad mm-hmm. goaltending too, but you can't expect your goalie to save all of them. You shouldn't be giving up those high danger chances to begin yeah. with. Yeah, so. and teams are definitely converting on those high danger chances. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I do have the just the ducks for this season uh, their expected goals against versus their actual. Yep. Um, our expected goals against per 60 minutes, so per game, not including mm-hmm. overtime or that. Uh, the expected is a 2.78, so just under three, but we're over three goals against ex- uh, mm-hmm. expected. Yeah. Uh, compare that to our expected goals for and actual goals for. Our expected goals for were 1.97. We're just getting lucky i think with a couple there for uh our actual goals for is a 2.09 mm-hmm. so a 0.12 difference for 60 minutes um but just at like just those advanced stats just show that we are we are not doing well in our own end and you know when your expected goals for is less than two goals a game and we are unfortunately proving it right most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like really, that's a two point oh nine because we've had a few games that have been like four or five goals. That's yeah. that's really it. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, you like remove those goals or yeah, those, those games we're definitely under the expected. Yeah. So this is just rough all around, and there's two. unfortunately like the on ice performance and the numbers to back up mm-hmm. that there needs to be a serious change. Yeah. in Anaheim to be successful moving forward. To, to put a positive little spin on it, um, the the fact that we are underperforming in terms of goals means we're just saving up for our future years. Goals are, you can put them in the <laughs> bank. You, you, they grow, they get in, they gain interest. You can save them for later, take them out when you need them. So yeah. we're, we're not scoring now because in a few years when we're really good, we want to just absolutely dump on teams. Um, it's Speaking of not scoring, one guy that we were hoping was going to be scoring was Trevor Zegras. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get into some of the stuff that came up in regards to his games, or do you want to leave that? I'll, I'll, I know I'm uh, asking you this on air, but I'll let's uh, let, let, I feel like we should positive, talk about it a little how, bit, but yeah, how positive do you want this show to be? Because I can go on off on a rant for this. <laughs> let, let's see, let's keep it to a minute so. Uh, I'll say my two cents, and then I'll give you a minute here. So, okay, do we do we want the clock thirty seconds each? Oh, okay, sure. Okay, I got the timers here for both of us. I'll put it at thirty-two because then you can start okay. talking. Sure. Okay, ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. So I, I think Trevor Zegers hasn't exactly lived up to his expectations, which is fine. He's super young, twenty. He's still in his his first few games and all that. Um, but So I, I think he does need a couple games in the press box to maybe get scratched, maybe go back down to the AHL. Um, he's going to be good in a few years, so it's just a waiting game. I, I just hope that it's not too much of a confidence, lack, lack of confidence boost, the opposite of that. Um, and I hope it doesn't hurt him in the future, but I think he'll be fine. So 
even though it sucks to see him be scratched. That's pretty good. Yeah, nice job, <laughs> nice job. Okay. <laughs> now your uh, turn. Okay, let me just pull up the thing just to support okay. me for, I, for a second. I hope I kind of made sense. I felt like yeah, I Yeah, I think it made sense. Okay. Trying to use as few words as possible. <laughs> Why use okay. few word when... Yeah. Or many word when few do trick or whatever the fuck it is from the office. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, okay. go ahead. You, you can give me a countdown here if you want. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so for Trevor Zegers, there was some stuff coming out as to why he's not being, you know, like he was scratched the last two games against St. Louis in Colorado, and that's because the Ducks are seemingly trying to keep him for an extra season to prolong his UFA status. If you're that worried about Trevor Zegers sticking around in Anaheim eight years down the road, you have a lot bigger issues to deal with right now. And, you know, it makes no sense, I think, to have him up just to get sat and that sort of thing. Let him develop. If you have to, send him back to the AHL just to let him play. Okay, I could have got a couple more seconds, but I think I got the point across. Uh, I think yeah, it's bullshit I think that so. he, I think it's bullshit that they're just trying to prolong an eighth year. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, j- just a quick comment, basically, <laughs> that I agree with you. But, y- yeah, like... It, you shouldn't be worried that far in the future. Like that basically s- says to me, Murray has no confidence in the that future he'll keep of this him team. around. Yeah, exactly. So it's not good That's, to see. Um, yeah. I, I know that our fans would probably like to hear more about that and and more about Trevor Zegras because we know that you guys love Zegras and we do too. Uh, but we talk about it a lot, and we're already running hot. We we already had a good rant about Ryan Miller and, and goaltending yeah. and stuff like that. And again, no slight against Ryan Miller here. We love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side of the break, we've got a little bit of positive, um, depending on your, your feelings on Nazem Kadri, uh, a little bit of news about uh, Bob Murray and John Gibson, uh, and then what's quacking, of course, and that'll be it for you. But before that, a uh, quick break to... Um, Another podcast that is trying to be as positive as they can and (laughs) in the Straight Up Sabres. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor and Brendan from Straight Up Sabres of the Hockey Podcast Network. Things are not going very well in Sabreland this season or really for the past 10 years or so. However, we here at Straight Up Sabres are so excited to keep bringing you guys the latest Sabres news with everything ranging from interviews with some of your favorite Twitter follows all the way up to former players, and everything in between. We have got you covered with your weekly coverage of the Buffalo Sabres. That's right. we got a lot coming up uh, through the rest of the season and into the offseason. Who's going to coach the team next year? Uh, is Kevin Adams going to have a new boss? Will he be a president of hockey operations? Will there be an assistant GM? Are they going to fill out their scouting staff? How many times will I cry next year? Maybe zero. I'm dead inside. Will Jack Eichel be here? Sam Reinhardt going to get extended? You know, all this and more on Straight Up Sabres exciting stuff so make sure you're checking us out wherever you're listening to podcasts and following us on social media on facebook and instagram at straight up sabers and on twitter at straight sabers um so nazim kadri i don't really like him i know you don't really like him um <laughs> him and uh, him and delorier just just need to do something about whatever's going on between them. And by that, I mean, Nazem Kadri needs to man up and do something about it. Yeah, there is so much. Let's let's compare it to sexual tension for a second. Yeah, you know where, it's where there. Going. Yeah. Everybody can see it, and you can cut it with a butter knife. Mm-hmm. So just do everybody a favor 
quit making it so fucking awkward and just do it. <laughs> In this just case, instead bone. of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, now I'm just thinking back to the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I am your superior officer, officer. Diaz. How dare you? <laughs> what goes on in my house is my business. <laughs> oh, but seriously, yeah, like Delorier wants to drop the gloves and like, rightfully you know, so. Multiple, yeah, rightfully so. And he's given multiple challenges to Kadri. I don't know if Kadri's reformed or if he's just a pussy, but do it. Just to, to quote the legendary Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Drop the <laughs> gloves and make Duck's dreams come true that you get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Even like even Belmar did that exact same play. Like last time we played him, Kadri. Cheap shotted, uh, was it Delorier? Yeah, it was Delorier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why Delorier does not like Kadri. Um, exact same thing happened this last game. Belmar gets a, a free shot in on Ryan Getz laugh, and they fought later in the game. Every- yep. Nice, uh, yeah, done. nice square. Every- everything's yeah. evened up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I don't know why I felt the need to make a square, but I did. I don't know either. But it works. <laughs> it does. Here, um, I, can, I can make a square easier. No pad. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, like, I don't know. Getzlaff got his chance to take all of his frustration out from the last year on on Belmar. Um, yeah. th- and they're good now, you know? Sexual tension's gone. They yeah. they did the thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I, I get that that's Kadri's game. He, he's the one player that you you love to hate, and he's he, like, just pokes the bear and gets under everyone's skin. But, man, it's it's just a matter of time before Delorier just fucking ragdolls him. Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna be there for that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to be there for that, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, fuck Nazem Kadri, fuck Belmar. <laughs> that's that's our positive energy here, and by that I mean taking our negative energy and giving it to the other team instead of the Ducks. <laughs> how bad would Griffin be if, or how mad would Griffin be if we made that into a T-shirt? Fuck Nazem Kadri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like. I don't think Griffin would be on the same page, but he would understand. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, right. Anything else to add it. about that? Do you want? Is there anyone else you want to fuck on the Avalanche? Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait. What way are we talking? <laughs> anyway, that it's an open-ended question. <laughs> I'll I'll fuck up, Godry. I'll drop the gloves. Whatever. Okay. But okay. Fair I can take him. I can okay. take him. Maybe. Maybe not on skates. I my, my balance is a little rough on skates lately. Well, like but. in a, in a dark alley. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll take him on. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna pull a Logan Paul situation and completely call him out though. But like, yeah. <laughs> if you know, if it was for a good cause, sure. Yeah. I'll fight him. For for the opportunity, you would do it. Yeah, sure. If the opportunity not? presented itself. Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. I don't think my I don't think my stepmom would be too happy. Like my parents wouldn't be too happy because they put a lot of money into my teeth. But uh, yeah, I'd do it. Okay, yeah, I'd do it. Sure. <laughs> um, the uh, one of the last uh, ducks related things we got to talk about today is uh, from an article from the Athletic. Uh, this is a screenshot posted by Jake Rudolph uh, at Reindeer Games ninety one on Twitter. I just got 
that username that's <laughs> hilarious actually um but uh this was essentially kind of like fan proposed trades and then someone from the athletic like broke them down um and nhl execs as well uh so this one was gibson um to the edmonton oilers for a 21 and 22 first round pick miko koskinen goaltender alex chason uh, and prospects Raphael Lavoie and Olivier Rodrigue. And the NHL exec to this trade said, the Ducks do that deal if I'm the GM. They may not do the deal with a potentially dead man walking GM who has mismanaged elite talent for the last half decade. See Shea Theodore. Uh, Willis, in other words, it's uh, who I think is the writer of yeah, this article. The author, yeah. Uh, in other words, it's pretty hard for ownership to take a recommendation from Bob Murray today on a trade as big as moving their franchise player, NHL exec, exactly. Willis quietly shelves the Gibson and Raquel for two first-rounders, Broberg, Cassie, and Meredy deal that one reader suggested. <laughs> uh, first of all, I love armchair GM trades. Even the ones we come up with, I know, are just like awful. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, just shots fired at uh, Bob Murray there by unnamed NHL exec. Really, though? Like, if that doesn't show just what the whole league thinks of him at this point, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not just the fans saying that everything has been mismanaged. Yeah. It is his peers saying, yeah, dude's fucking shit up down there. Not in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, and it makes it hard for uh, for him to win deals when his colleagues think that low of him. It makes him hard. It makes it hard for him to do deals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. All. I guess I shouldn't say colleagues, peers, people peers, that are yeah. in NHL management positions. Yeah. So whether it's but league it's just, or with teams, but yeah. Yeah, it's just rough. So Not good. again, I will reiterate it because I see it every single day on Twitter. Bob Murray and Dallas Eakins are unfortunately not going to be gone this season. It will be after May tenth, and if not. Mm-hmm. Then we have a bigger issue on our hands. So, yeah. but um, let's just, you know, it's March 31st when we're recording. It'll be April 1st when this comes out. That leaves a month and 10 days, people. That's all we have to get through, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I, I do quickly want your opinion just on this trade, just for another talking point. Um, yeah. well, if you were, um, let's put on put on your Ducks hat, your, your figurative Ducks hat. Um, yeah. Would you trade John Gibson for two first-round picks in the next two years? A shit goaltender who's on the last year of his contract, a veteran forward, um, veteran depth forward uh, who plays on the power play, um, and I believe the penalty kill. And two, I, I think those guys were drafted second and third round. Actually, I think um, uh, Rodrigue might be a goalie prospect. Let me check that. But I think he is. I, I should know, but um, I, I do want to check. Yeah, he is. Goalie, mid like I think he was a third round. I could have looked up third round goalie prospect, second round forward prospect. I think your your biggest uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your biggest point in all this, I guess, is how much confidence do you have in Lucas Dostal in the future? What do you actually mm-hmm. see him doing? And I think if you see him getting to the level of John Gibson or better. Maybe you take the chance next year, not yep. this year, though. Um, if that's not what you see, though, you just see somebody who can at least start for you, but you know, just be a goaltender, uh-huh. you don't take this. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I, I think 
Dostal needs to be on the same level as Gibson for yeah. that for any trade. Yeah, involving because Gibson. Because on, honestly, even yeah. right now, I would play Stellars over Koskinen if that was our two. If those were our two guys, that's what I'm doing. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. So, like, I, just I in what you're gonna like, as much as it's to you know further the rebuild and everything like that in the future, mm-hmm. you also have to take a look at now at the same time, and right now at least it makes it worse and say bob murray does get kept around you know this nhl exec said that he's mismanaged elite talent and younger guys especially mm-hmm. you're shooting yourself in the foot here taking this honestly so yeah for sure because essentially what you're doing is I, trading gibson yeah. for for two picks and two prospects um and also doing edmonton a favor by by taking Koskinen and, Ch- and chase on basically in those so. deals so it, it really comes down to is gibson worth these two picks and two potential prospects you also have to remember that after this season we play edmonton again fair amount of our games it'll right? be like if they keep the same structure seven. it'll be six to seven yeah yeah so and do you really want to be seeing john gibson on the other side of that probably, probably not so no <laughs> Even if it is Edmonton, you, you don't want to. Even if yeah. the defense is a little sketchy and stuff like that. Or but sus, it's gonna as be, the kids are saying. I'm learning to yeah. use that word now. <laughs> it's going to be, if you manage to shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl, you have to go the other way and you're not facing Mike Smith or Miko Koskinen who have their on and off games. You're going to be against mm-hmm. John Gibson who will shut the door. Yeah. Unless, as we've seen this year, he's mismanaged. So, yeah, yeah, I just like the on ice alone, not even, yeah, just on ice alone. You don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's fair. So I, I definitely see the benefit though. And like, I think that's a great trade proposal, but I'm just saying there's definitely been worse. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been worse, but yeah, um, yeah I, I'd say you don't want to do this as the ducks, but okay. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to to put on my Ducks hat when it, the other side involves the Oilers, so I wanted to get yeah. your opinion on That's that. That's fair. Because, man, would I love Gibson on, on the Oilers <laughs> there. <laughs> and, oh. and to get rid of Koskinen, too. Like, holy yeah, fuck. Fair. Anyways, conversation for uh, not this podcast, anyways. Another, um, yeah. any, anything else you want to bring up Ducks-related here? Just I got general? nothing. Okay. Oh, jeez, what was that? I got nothing, yeah. Uh, upcoming games... Uh, Two games against Arizona. First one on Friday at 7 Pacific. Uh, and then the next one on Sunday at 6 Pacific. So, um, I mean, hopefully we can show up for these games, at least make it interesting. We have had interesting games against Arizona um, mm-hmm. so far this season. Uh, unfortunately, two of those, quote, interesting games were when we were up 3 nothing and then blew it. So, yes, Oof. two times, two times. <laughs> Why, why, um, why did why did we have to bring that back up? Why did we have to bring that back? Yeah. Up? Oh god. But I feel like every <laughs> other game's been that. close. I, I could be wrong, but they've at least yeah. been decent games. I feel. Yeah. That's fair. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, Arizona's starting to click a little bit. Chikrin's really coming into his own. Um, I mean, Keller and Garland are still doing well. Um, Aiden mm-hmm. Hill has been a, a solid goaltender for them, as well as Ranta. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, they're look, they're looking good. They're going to be a tough team to beat. I think I, I don't want to say in the same tier as St. Louis, but we have to play that same way that we did against yeah. St. Louis that got us those two wins against them. Which yeah, also you're not we, wrong. we didn't really talk about. We we beat St. Louis in that two game series there, like four yeah, points which, from them. 
which St. Louis though is on a little bit of a down right now. Like they're just a little sitting bit, f- a little bit. Like yeah, they are sitting fourth. Like they're in a playoff position right now, but mm-hmm. they're not where they want to be. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. But and I mean, like it's it's another thing to say. Like obviously everybody wants to be first, but like mm-hmm. they expected of themselves and everybody else expected of them to be in that top three, no questions asked, right? So yeah, and I mean Minnesota's been on a whole nother level this year yeah. so that makes it hard for them but they also haven't shown the like the signs to compete for that third spot in my opinion in the very limited amount of blues games mm-hmm. i've watched yeah exactly so, um but no i think it's deserving of minnesota to be up in that third spot they played a solid solid mm-hmm. game this year so um let's get into some what's quacking then if we don't have anything else i got a couple things here one is just a tweet that i thought we would both enjoy seeing as we both probably drink way too much coffee let's be honest here Mm -hmm. uh and another one is a story that is pretty interesting actually i think into like what it might lead to or what it could lead to i guess in a way uh so let's start with a tweet here about coffee so this is uh i'm or at i'm teddy bless uh, had about nine cups of coffee today, and now I can see inside out through time. Don't have any blood left, just vibration. Going to alphabetize the alphabet. It's all wrong. I'll explain later. And then I'm going to fight the moon. Good night and good morning and thanks. <laughs> that is somebody a, on a caffeine high right I, there. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I, I was see, following up until there's no blood left. It's just vibration. I've like, I'm like, I've been there. I know that experience. <laughs> yeah. But everything else is. <laughs> I can blur. see inside out through time. <laughs> 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 Going to alphabetize the alphabet. It's all wrong. We'll explain later. Yeah, that that one. I need I need the explanation. I need the on. explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing at like going to fight the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I, I'm still sorry. I I can't get my mind off of the. I need to alphabetize the alphabet. It's all wrong. Like what what's wrong about it? I have seen something about somebody saying that before. Actually, that's not the first time I've come across that. It, is that something that like you take a a shit ton of like hallucinatory drugs and then you're like, my <laughs> eyes have been opened. This is the the missing piece. Like, is it one of those things where you overdose on caffeine and you're like, okay, I I have seen the alphabet in its true form. It makes sense. This is how we need to. But really, why? Okay, here's another shower type thought. Why is the alphabet in the order that it's in? Who decided that? These these are hard questions, Nate. (laughs) (laughs) One at a time, okay? (laughs) Uh, All right, should I move on to the, uh, the story here that I came across? Sure, yeah. Okay, so this one says, I was talking to a kid in my daughter's class today. And she said that she thought it would be fun to write a story about the Titanic, but with supernatural creatures. So I said, yeah, that would be great. What would the creatures do? Like, would they save the Titanic from sinking? And she gave me the most disgusted look. I've never seen a nine-year-old face look so appalled. No, she says, speaking very clearly so as to never be grossly misunderstood like that again. (laughs) They are going to eat the passengers. 
<laughs> says, God, I hope she lets me read it. Oh, man. I want to <laughs> read this story, too. Yeah, especially <laughs> it if, it's, if it comes from the mind of a child. Like, that is, that is a blessing right Supernatural there. <laughs> creatures on board the Titanic that eat them. So not only is the ship going to sink and fifteen th- or 1,500 people are going to die, but more will die because there's supernatural beings on board. <laughs> I, I could see a movie being made out of that too. Maybe not it specifically being the Titanic, but like, I don't know, fast-moving squid-like creatures. Like, think Squidward, but if he was in a horror movie, um, but then multiple <laughs> Squidwards chasing people on a boat and eating Captain, them. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> and, if, and as they're running, the chase music is just horrible clarinet music. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I, I get the feeling already that I'm going to have a nightmare about that tonight and I'm going to yeah. have to like just watch Spongebob to cleanse myself. <laughs> Would it, wouldn't that basically just be like the Raftars from uh, The Force Awakens? It would just be those, but on a boat instead of a spaceship i guess yeah (laughs) that would definitely be interesting though like i i would read that i'd watch that it's probably going to be like sharknado type bad there you go yeah but like there's some movies that are like you watch them because they're bad like they're good bad if that makes sense Mm -hmm. right so but okay but like have you ever just come across a movie that is just straight bad like no enjoyment enjoyment out of it whatsoever um no like i've come across bad movies but it's always been like oh my god it's so bad it's awesome you know has there ever been a movie that you just come across that you just shut off at all no um no no it takes a lot for me to actually want to watch a movie so when when i do sit down i commit for the long haul that's fair and i have to be like very excited about i'm like okay yes you've convinced me i'll watch this movie i'm just making sure i have the name right uh oh my god there was a sequel to it okay so there was a movie that this is one of the few that i've ever just shut off i'm like this is so bad i just can't watch it um there's a netflix movie i think uh called zombies (laughs) and it's about a zoo full like the animals become zombies not the people the animals i can't even see the potential uh, apparently, the thing has a 16% uh, score on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, I think I shut it off after like a half an hour. It was that bad. I was just like, no. Not I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out. I, I'm th- curious it, now. Yeah, it might still be on uh, on Netflix. But yeah, so it was released in 2016. But there is apparently a 2019 sequel. And I want to know how that was even possible. I want to know actually how much money this movie may have even it's, made. It's uh, it's for the sixteen percent of people that enjoyed the first one. Oh, there was also a spinoff. Oh no, okay, so what, a prequel, but it's Zombies Two. Okay. Um, Again, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> And there was a spinoff called Aquarium of the Dead. Oh. <laughs> so like zombie fish. Isn't that just sharks? What? <laughs> are you saying sharks are zombies? No, but sharks eat living flesh. Okay, okay, I see. <laughs> so like... I was like, Nate, sharks are very alive. They're not they're not undead like 
fictional beings. <laughs> the the fact that I did like I got about a half like about half hour through that movie and it's only eighty seven minutes long. So you were like halfway through and you're like, as this is not, it. yeah, not even, but Can't even be okay, so to finish it. Yeah. There, there isn't even any, uh, at least on Wikipedia here, there isn't anything about how much it made or anything like that. Well, if it's on net, if it's just like a Netflix original movie, then it wouldn't have that. Or, or is it just a movie that what happened to be on Netflix? I think it just happened to be on Netflix. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see if we can find Zombies 2. I just want to see how much more worse it was. Okay, so the first one had a 16%. Yeah. And the second one, the second one is apparently better at 38%. <laughs> I mean, it's still maybe, not good, but maybe like... because it's a prequel, it explained the first one more. And then people are like, okay, I can kind of see this actually did a good a good job of setting up the the first one. Maybe. Not to say that, you know, the bigger the budget, the better the movie's going to be. Because there's definitely been some flops with a massive budget. But this this is Zombies 2, which, okay, if it warrants a sequel, there's probably going to be more money put into it. The budget was about $100,000. It's possible, too, that the only people that watched and reviewed the second one were the people that enjoyed the first one. Fair. Um... So it's actually 38% of the 16% that watched the original and enjoyed it. Yeah. Only 38% of those people enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I want to read a couple of the reviews before we go here, just from the first one on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Because, okay, just so some people, I, I see some people mixing this up. Rotten Tomatoes isn't, you know, like the, defi- it's not the definitive, uh, like somebody is making a like one score and that's what it is. Rotten Tomatoes is just like an aggregate and they just kind of like average all the reviews out that have been made about it and that's where they get their score. Yeah. Um, okay, so that 16% is actually the audience score. <laughs> there, mm-hmm. there was no legitimate reviews about this, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay, let's take a look here. If there was any... Yeah, there... Uh, audience okay no audience review okay there's literally nothing what so confusing um but somebody said uh as far as sci-fi level rampaging animal movies go zombies is more entertaining than most give it a 2.7 out of 5 their bar must be really low then (laughs) yeah it must be (laughs) um yeah nobody i really notice in here or whatnot but Anyway, yeah, I would definitely watch or read a book about the supernatural beings on the Titanic eating people because that's two different threats that you have. You have mm-hmm. a sinking ship. Yeah, I was going to say, is it is the, has, is the ship sinking yet maybe? Or is it like as the ship is sinking, people are trying to escape two forms of death essentially? Um, I don't know. I guess we have, a, have to call up a nine-year-old girl and ask. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wonder if you had supernatural beings eating people on the Titanic, if more lifeboats would have been filled. Well, there would have been less people to fill the lifeboats, so more people would have right, but the been fear, saved from the, the sinking of, of the ship? But the fear of being on the ship, because people stayed on the ship because it was deemed unsinkable, right? So people at first mm-hmm. were just like, oh no, nothing's happening, it's fine. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, yeah. then probably. They would have been like, probably. I don't care how unsinkable this ship is. It's got, yeah. it's got demon It's got these things on it. Look at me the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but. Um, um, I guess before we go, do you want one more little thing? Just kind of a uh, 
not a headcanon thing, but just more like a, a different what if. Oh, sure. Okay. Why not? It's really short. Um, I know we're both Harry Potter fans or lots, and uh, so this one I thought was pretty good. Uh, so it says, imagine if Sirius could have raised Harry and when he sent a howler and like what would have happened when he sent a howler to him in his second year for driving the car to school. Because we remember from the second book and movie that uh, Mrs. Weasley was not happy with Ron nope. whatsoever. <laughs> How dare you steal that car? <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Sirius is though this person has just like Sirius saying, I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. Merlin's beard am I proud. And he says, and Remus is just in the background. Sirius, no. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a good good place to wrap it up. Um, Before you uh, turn off the episode, just in case you don't listen to our outro because it's pretty much the same every time uh we are taking a break over uh the easter weekend so there will be no live stream on sunday uh no episode coming on monday or anything like that so we're just taking a break to you know relax spend some time with with family and you guys should as well um Mm -hmm. just whatever that looks like for you zoom dinners if you you live with your family if you they're part of your cohort or whatever it the case may be, or if you're in an area where you can meet for dinner or something like that, um, just go spend time with your family. Have a good Easter. Enjoy lots of chocolate. Um, find as many bunny droppings as you can. Um, and don't worry about the quack report. Uh, there's not really going to be a lot to talk about anyways in terms of games, so we'll cover it all and, and play catch up next Wednesday. Um, yeah, I guess, or I guess is, next Thursday when the episode drops. So. Yeah, there is the game against uh, Arizona on the Sunday, so I mean, mm-hmm. watch that. Uh I'll still be trying to keep up with Twitter, but I know I'll be at home and whatnot. So if you yeah. see a little bit less from us than normal, I guess that's why. So. Mm-hmm. Take a break from social media and all that yeah. stuff. Um, but since we will be uh, on social media a little bit, and if you're not already following us, you can do so at Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok. You can also follow the network at HockeyPodNet. Uh, that's where we uh, live stream all of our episodes uh, in addition to all our accounts. So kind of wherever. Um, and you can follow myself at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97. And Nate, I'm going to give you the countdown here. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tate Nomas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Perfect, man. I thought, do you have more to say? Go Ducks. Hold up, hold up. So the Sabres have officially broken their losing streak with a 6-1 win over the Flyers. Ah, shit. <laughs>